0: 49 show. I'm your host Kat Victorino and joining me today are Simon Holdsworth and Graham Russ. Good evening guys.
1: Evening Kat. Good
0: evening. Well we had a game last week so the 49ers took on Minnesota in Minnesota and scored 16 points to the Vikings 24. A uh, pretty decent day by Garoppolo don't you think? I mean for a first game you know uh, opening season game for him 15 of 33 not great but not bad the stats
1: look worse than they actually played for me because i thought you you did all right yes you had three interceptions one of them you know the one that was the pick six i don't know whether that was a bad throw or the receiver was out of position but yeah i thought i thought he did okay
0: well, but we had some great plays. That that long pass to check downfield for 56 yards. That was so fun to see. I'd like to see more of that.
1: Yeah, but then there was there should have been a lot more big plays as well. I mean, like that um, play immediately before the pick six. You know when you know when when Kito was wide open and dropped it and. You know, just, just like scissor-catched it, you know, or tritus as a cat and failed miserably. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, there could have been a lot more big plays. Cause...
0: Well, and there were so many times when the the ball was just off the fingertips, too. You know, in the end zone.
1: But what a catch by Pettis! You can talk about fingertips that you know for the, for the touchdown for a rookie. Wow,
0: that was. And then there was another one that was missed by I think it was Breda, just off the fingertips, but.
2: Pettis really impressed me. I mean, I, you know, if you look at a snapshot of his of his highlights, he's got some talent, that boy, and he's quick as well. He can he can really stretch the field, which gives us a a different option when Casey's is um, fit and firing. You know, to have two deep threats on the pit on the field, gonna be a good thing, right?
0: Yeah, the deep threat's gonna be fun if we can get it all together. I'm a, I'm still a little concerned about the red zone efficiency, though. I mean, we were what 25% efficient in the red zone.
1: Yeah. But we fumbled on the one-yard line. We had chances. You're right. It's some. It's a problem. It was a problem last year. Even, even when Garoppolo was winning those fa- those five games, it was a problem last year. But in the red zone, it's you know you, you got the shorter field. You know you, the defense steps up a little bit. It's re- it, it is a harder. It's a harder area of the game to harder area of the field to play in. Yeah, we do need to turn get get more seven pointers, and we will. Well, we just got a little bit more patient, I think. Agree.
2: I was looking for the juice to go all Tom Rathman there <laughs> when we're on the wood. One- yard. Yeah. Yeah. that would be cool. Just yeah. absolutely.
1: Just smash people out of the way and get over the get over the line. But the thing is, the thing thing for me is, with all the mistakes that we made on offense, the defense, despite a little bit of spaghetti arms tackling earlier on absolutely held it together and got that ball back and kept us, you know, with all the mistakes that we made, it was a one-score game. Yeah. Two or three seasons ago, that would have been a blowout. I agree. So, you know, to say that, you know, we're not that, and that was against the Vikings' defence, which is one of the best, if not the best, in the league.
2: Number one ranked last year, yeah. Yeah,
1: so it's, yeah, I'm not, I had, I had that one down as an L going into the game it was uh, i picked the vikings on on my pick six i think i know cat you did as well because you got all six right
0: <laughs> i got all six <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and you know so you know and to keep it to in within one score with all those mistakes yeah i'm sold i, I have no problems yeah. with everything that we've got everything that we uh, that was there was it's in our gift to to clean up the only really dumb one was, um, was Solomon Thomas, I mean, oh, like, everybody, oh! and everybody in the whole world was saying, Don't move! Don't move! Don't move! Mm-hmm. Don't move! And, and he moved! He moved. <laughs> so, you know, but, yeah. I know. Was, um, yeah.
2: I, think, I, think, I think the two biggest plus points of the game were on the defensive side of the ball. The Forest Buck yep. was an absolute beast. And um, but the one player who really, really impressed me was Fred Warner. What a puppet. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, I, I'm salivating at the thought of him <laughs> and Buster, um, pl- playing linebacker, because he was sideline to sideline, he was coming up and stuffing the run, and, and he hits hard for, essentially he's a blown up safety, isn't he, but to look at. But wow, what a game he had.
1: You know, I totally agree about that with, uh, yeah. with 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 Warner, but I think at the moment, I think he's he's the only linebacker that we've got at the moment. Isn't he? Yeah, because uh, Foster's out and Kyle's out, and
0: so I'm 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 going to jump ahead a little bit here, just you know, because there was a tweet earlier today that Ian Rappaport from the NFL is or NFL Network is reporting that we are signing Terrence Garvin who was on the Dolphins before being cut in September. But last year, he spent his year with uh, Seattle. So we have a linebacker supposedly coming. Never heard of him. I know, me neither.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I vaguely remember him from 2017 in the the Seahawks.
0: But yeah, I think the defense was definitely the winner last game. They, They looked so much more solid than they did last year.
1: I oh, agreed, yeah uh, you know, the fact that we you know Buckner two and a half sacks in one game he had he had that all, all all year, so he could if he does that, you know everybody's talking about Khalil Mack for a defensive play of the year. you keep that up mate, Mr. Buckner will be getting that we can
2: but hope.
0: So I think we've covered that game pretty well. Let's move on to some group questions. Mark Lyon had asked after the game was it a mistake to trade Trent Brown given the field day that the Vikings had against the right side of the O-line?
1: I'm going to say no because I I think reading between the lines at the time I think Brown had an attitude problem. I don't think he wanted there just there was something not right and uh, about him and Ed. he didn't want to be at the 49ers. So he He's not. It's as simple as that. So, and we've drafted in our first round. We drafted McGlinchey, and he he will be he will, he will be the future. So I'm going to say no. That it wasn't a mistake to 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 get rid of Brown. Whether or not we need some more strength and depth, um, I'm not sure. But one thing I did notice for that Vikings game, we had three offensive linemen as inactives. So, I think it's just the number of people that were actually dressed. Ended up with McGlinty moving from tackle to guard, which he's never ever played before, and he, he did all right for me. So I think that may be why we haven't signed any more linemen. Um, that there's there's some there's some depth there.
0: Deepak Gohill asks, "How do we fix the inability of our receiver core to hold and catch the ball?"
1: Sticky gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say stick them. Stick them, yeah. Those were the days. <laughs>
0: I honestly I I really kind of got the sense that it was first game jitters I really did and I think you know we're all excited about where the team's going I think that players are excited about where they're going and I think they just put so much pressure on themselves that they were just making stupid mistakes trying to catch the ball and and you know trying to get ahead of themselves instead of you know catch the ball hold it make the play
1: I agree there was that, and also you got to remember the secondary of the Vikings isn't that bad, you know. Being like uh, the, the the catch that Gar Garson nearly came up with, he had three defenders round him, you know, and and it still came to him, and it didn't. It's you know you're 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 also up against a a big a good defense, is what I'm trying to say here. The only one, the major one that I cannot forgive, and we've mentioned it already, is the one that Kittle should have dropped. Oh, shit. she no, should have dropped. should, should have not got. have. She <laughs> should not have dropped. Yeah, no, 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 we don't play that game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So.
0: Well, and I, I'm kind of curious, you know, I was surprised Juszczyk wasn't used more. Yeah. You know, I feel like all he did was block. I mean, he, you know, he had the one great catch, but really we weren't, they weren't calling his name much.
1: They, they did this last year as well, and I... I grew up in the 49ers with Tom Rathman, so when I see a number 44 playing, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Smashmouth, you know, Rathman-type fullback. You know, give him the ball, and we don't seem to do it very much. It's just something that is obviously an option. It's it, it's one of the progressions uh, that he goes through, and he's not on the um, he's not getting the ball sent to him, is he?
0: No, he's not. So what about Garcon? Has he lost a step or? is there just not that that chemistry between him and Garoppolo that, that's there with Goodwin.
2: Timing. It's all about timing and and obviously Garcon was out for a quite a large amount of last year, wasn't he? He didn't I don't think Garoppolo, he played with he? Garoppolo at no. all last year. That'll be no, he a, didn't. that'll be a timing issue. That'll that'll come that I think. Garçon's too good a player and obviously you know, we know what Jimmy's
1: strengths are and his accuracy so
2: I firmly believe that'll come in the, in the coming weeks.
1: Yeah, that'll come. I have no pro. I have no qualms about that. That'll come. Just give that time.
0: And Nathaniel asks, "What is the cast's opinion of Dante Pettis' performance?"
1: Fantastic. Yo, I ended up watching the game with uh, with Paul uh, and Mark in in Liverpool. Oh, nice. Great, on this great big mass- on this great big massive screen, and it wasn't just his catch and ability that that we noticed that, uh, because Paul, as you may remember, had this great thing for. Um, Oh, what's his name? Um, Ellington, who was a oh, punt returner, yes. who who was always Mr. Fair Catch. He actually returned a punt as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he. I think he's a great addition to to the team. And I'd I, I would love to see... It's a shame that Marquis got, Goodwin got injured very early on in that game because it would be nice to see him offset each other and uh, have them on the field at the same time and really stretch the defence because I think that could be quite a dynamic um, partnership.
2: but that, And that frees up room for, for Kittle underneath and, and Garcon underneath as well, you know, by stretching the field. It just opens things up, doesn't it, for for everybody else. So, uh, so, yeah, I was really impressed with Pettis. I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he'll be a really, really good asset this year.
0: I think I'm just excited about how the offence is coming along compared to what we've had in previous years.
2: <laughs> Pettis does need to get a haircut, though. That hair is horrific. <laughs> it is it's, uh,
0: haircut, that's so funny uh,
1: it's, you know I, you just hope he doesn't become the same pretentious animal that um, Odell Beckham Jr. has become because of his hair in yeah, and, and his big statement, Yeah, do you know what I mean it's um, Let, let's hope he doesn't come to the UK
2: because the Blue Rinse Brigade is something entirely different over here isn't it <laughs> <laughs> okay yes.
0: Moving on. Okay, so we came out of last week's game with four in- known injuries. Marquise Goodwin came out with a deep thigh bruise in his quad, but it still looks pr- promising for this week. Um, he's not been rolled out. This is good news.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Joshua Garnett suffered a dislocated toe, but it's yet to be determined if he'll be available. Is that going to hurt us?
1: Possibly, but I think it depends on... I would rather Garnett was, a, was in there. He was a fir- He's a first-round talent. So I'd rather he was in there than not, if I'm being honest.
0: And then Mike Person has a foot strain. It isn't serious, but it's also yet to be determined if he'll be ready to play on Sunday. And then Brock Coyle is in uh, the league's concussion protocol. So we know we won't see him.
1: The good news with that, all of those things, even though all those uh, players left the game early, it's there's no long-term injuries there. But yeah, that's, uh, that, that's the positive of them. So if they're not back this week, they be, should be back for week three, I would have said.
0: Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think Goodwin did come back later in the game.
1: Well, it was good to see him try and work it off, wasn't it? Yeah. Because uh, um, that, that, when, you, when you saw him go down and he just got caught funny and got t- turned 360 or more or less. But it didn't look too serious. He was trying to work it off. So yeah, it's that's good news.
0: And, of course, we won't get the official until later
2: in the week. I
1: think Keith cycled
2: from Minnesota to San Francisco and back, didn't he? <laughs> on the sideline. He was, he was on that bike for what seemed like an eternity. Time. That's part
0: of their conditioning program. <laughs> So this week we're heading we are heading home. We are going to be in Santa Clara to face the Lions and welcome the Lions in the dare I say battle of the O and ones. Uh Mark Lyon gathered some really cool stats for us. The Niners lead the all-time series 37-28 and 1. The last meeting was a 32-17 win for the Lions in Week 15 at Ford Field, um, when despite drawing level at 17-17 with 35 seconds left in the half, Calvin Johnson, one-yard touchdown reception, and Matt Prater field goals pulled, saw the Lions pull away. I actually only got to watch about half of the Monday night game because I was still at work when kickoff came on. And the Lions still look as, as weak as ever.
1: When I saw the score line, I Burst out laughing because I mean, like you conceded what forty? Was it 47, 48 40 points 47, to the yeah. Jets? yeah. You know, and it was like wow. And then when you look at the box score, actually, and I saw, I saw about an hour's highlights on Sky last night. They just they went had a really mad stretch in the third quarter where they scored something like thirty-one points, which is a a really bit of a. It's really unusual, you know, to to, to get that hole that quickly, and and, and up until halftime, it was it was still fairly tight. It was still fairly competitive. I, th- you know, I think it's uh, if we it'll be a good, it will be a real statement game. We can't beat the Lions. Um, I can't see us not winning that game. If I'm being honest, I just think well, we will have too much of them based on what we shown at Minnesota. I mean, even though it was an L the opportunities will present itself and they will, you know, they just seem to battle and be kept in it. And I think we've got a team building, we've got weapons around them. I mean, I'll be honest with you, apart from Matt Stafford, who else is in the lines? Yeah, I can't
0: not... name a single
2: player. No, they've not got a dearth of talent. And and I think you're right, Graham. I mean, both teams did suffer a loss in the opening week, but it's the manner of the losses that are completely different. Aren't they? As you've said, you know, the, Correct. the Niners were competitive and like was a what-if game, things could have been completely different, whereas the Lions got blown away. They also haven't beaten us in, in San Francisco in the last 12 visits, so let's hope it's not lucky number 13 for them. I'm pretty sure it won't be. Done.
1: Yeah, the last win in 1975. Yeah, before yeah. I was born. Oh, wow. That was a
0: while ago. Yeah, let's keep that streak alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know I was looking on NFL.com earlier, and I noticed... If you look at the rankings between the two teams, were actually pretty evenly matched, except for a couple things that really stood out to me. The the Lions have the 17th ranked offense. The Niners have the 20th ranked offense. The Lions have the 19th ranked defense. The Niners have the 18th ranked defense. But then you look at you start breaking it down to like passing. And the Lions have the ninth ranked, and we have the fifteenth ranked. That's interesting. And I'm guessing these are all based on last week's games.
1: Oh, sweet. So see, where's that come from? Is that just one? Is that just week one?
0: <laughs> I, th- I believe it's just week one.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. You can't. You can't read anything into so, that. Like I said we're better than that.
0: Yeah. And there's just not enough information out there on either team right now. But like I said, watching that last half of the game, I was just like, yeah, I'm not worried about the Lions this
2: week. No, they can't. Ru- they can't run the ball either. They had uh, yeah. They only had thirty-nine rushing yards uh, last week against the Jets, and, and four of their rushes had negative yards. <laughs> so that's, that's, so it- that continues. <laughs>
0: and at least we can stop it.
1: <laughs> when you talk about running the ball, isn't Lagarette Blount now with the, the Lions? The um, guy who was with, with the Patriots for a couple of years, and then with them Philadelphia last year. I'm pretty sure he's he's with the Lions because I remember. Oh, you're right. Something that that he came... Well, so he's with Patricia. So I mean, like yeah, they've obviously got a running back that's capable, but they don't have a have a line. And I think we've got quite a good and uh, solid defensive line that they'll, that they'll be hard to, hard to get through. As long as we've got a, line, a couple of linebackers in there, right. <laughs> and just in case. Otherwise, it could be a, a completely different story.
0: <laughs> Let's move Sherman over to strong safety. Make him stop them all.
1: <laughs> oh, i tell you something. I, now you mentioned Sherman, actually. I actually thought, going back to the game against against the Vikings, that, well, his name wasn't called very much. So that, for me, is exactly what I want from a cornerback. I don't want to see him because that means you're covering your receiver and they're not throwing it to your man. Exactly. So I I thought he did. You know, the fact that we didn't really see him, I think, for apart from one play, other than the one that he recovered on a on a on a fumble, and uh, it was um, yeah. So I thought yeah, he he did well for us.
2: I he, think so. The the whole secondary did. If you remember, there was quite a lot of players that um, Kurt Cousins had to make with his feet because everyone was covered. Um, unfortunately, it it he did do it quite well. Um, but yeah, the, we've kind of lambasted the secondary, haven't we? For for a couple of years, you know, you know, people like uh, Richard Robinson and people like that who we've let go, of, but yeah, they were they were all pretty good, uh, I thought.
1: Yeah, and this, and at least the 2nd isn't going up against Calvin Johnson because I definitely can't name any Detroit receivers. Yeah, Golden Tate. That's, oh, the, that's... Of
0: course. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I remember him. And, and <laughs> yeah. Marvin
0: Jones. Uh, uh
2: he was pretty good last year. I think he had a couple of highlight reel catches, but other than that, Theo Riddick, there's nobody really to worry about, is there?
0: Nothing. Nobody, not, not, not that anyone really stands out. I mean, yeah, they're names we know, but it's not, okay, it's not Calvin Johnson. So what do you think? Should we do our predictions now, or should we wait for the end? We're talking the about the game. I say, let's do our predictions now. Okay. okay. What do you think? And you don't have to give a score unless you want to.
1: Well, I think we'll win the game. I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident of that, and I would hope that we've. That it's a comfortable win. I would. Ho- I would hope that it's at least a two-score win. That's what. I, that's what I would be expecting for for this week. Because I mean, at the moment, we're only three point. We're only three point favourites. Um, I believe in which I thought. I thought well, uh, that's surprising for me, but because I would thought we would be a bit, bit further than that. Yeah, I have. I have is
2: roughly the same. I, I've written down here twenty six ten, maybe.
1: Oh, I like it. 33-10,
2: <laughs> something like that.
0: Well, I think we have a real good chance. I think we're going to beat them. I think this is definitely going to be our our first win. It'll be, I think, a good ego boost for the offense. I've, God, I mean, come on, home field advantage—that's got to count for something.
1: Yeah, it's got to. Um although <laughs> oh dear. It I is Levi. <laughs> it is <laughs> Levi. <yes. laughs> yeah. I have yeah. yet to
0: be, but everyone who I know who has gone has says it is hot in that stadium this time of year.
1: Yeah, I think that was um what can only be described as a, a major design cock up. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because um, they must have, they they should, they would have known that, and not to do anything about it is, it, it well now makes it impossible um, to to do stuff to it because I heard, oh, who was it speaking? Um, I can't remember now. Um, one of the guys from the front office. He was on Matt Miyoko's podcast about a month or so ago, saying that they looked into options and they can't they can't put the shade up, which is unfortunate, really.
0: It is. Because it's a beautiful stadium, and everyone who goes there loves it. It's just too hot the beginning months of the year, of the season, the, the football season.
1: Yeah. I think they were trying to brush it off like it only applied to maybe one, maybe two games a year. Right. But still, you know, you only you only gave them at home, so you, that's a fair percentage of them.
0: <laughs> so, okay, we're moving on.
1: I have two minutes on the clock. Hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa. Hang
0: on, oh.
1: Yeah, Um. what about your prediction?
0: Oh, my prediction?
2: Yeah.
1: I I Mm. think
0: we're going to win. Oh, you want to score for me, don't you? (laughs) Mm. I think we're going to win. I think it's going to be, I haven't really thought about it, 28-16. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. I'd take that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I have two minutes on the clock. Uh, I do want to give a special shout out to Neil Jepson, Jason Argo, and Mike Graff. I stole some of their questions from the group questions to create the two minute drill, and Neil is going to be helping us in the future with the two minute drill from moving forward. So, thank you guys. Appreciate your input. Are you guys ready?
1: Yeah, go for it. Yeah,
0: all, ready. all right. <laughs> Let's start with Simon. Simon, do you think Jimmy G will be relieved the first loss is out of the way?
2: Uh, yeah, the monkey's off his back.
0: Awesome. Graham, do you think Jimmy can move forward with less pressure now?
1: He's, got, he's always going to move forward.
0: <laughs> okay, here's, here's a real good one. Simon, are you ready? I am. Does Bryant, yes or no? Yes. Oh. What? We might, we might have to circle back to that. Simon no, is the red zone. No, <laughs> no,
1: no. And if you don't, and if you don't, and if you don't know why, go dig out. Amazons, uh, Primes, um, all or nothing, the Dallas Cowboys. And you just see wh- how much of an idiot he actually is. Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't want him on your team. Simple as.
2: We had Deion Sanders. We, 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 we can take Deion. Uh,
0: Bonnie uh, calls him TO 2.0. So yeah, <laughs> and She would nope. know she lives down there. <laughs> 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 Simon, is... There, where am I now? No. Graham, is the Red Zone play calling bad?
1: Uh, no. It's just bad execution against this tough defense.
0: Awesome. Simon, will this latest setback be the end of Joshua Garnett?
1: Potentially, but I think uh, we'll give him another try.
0: Cramp, this one made me chuckle. Will we beat the Vikings in the playoffs?
1: Damn right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love it. Simon, have the officials been too harsh or not harsh enough?
2: Uh, I'm pretty impressed with the officials. Uh, yeah, I've see really
0: Graham, would hard knocks be something you'd entertain for the 49ers?
1: I would love to see it, but I think um, John Lynch and Kyle would resist it at all costs.
0: Simon, with so many non contact injuries happening now, are artificial fields to blame? Yes. And real quick, we're going to go over, would you go back to Real Turf to stop these issues?
1: Yes. yes. Awesome.
0: And yeah, we went over, but I wanted to ask that question. Because I prefer the real grass.
1: Yeah, there's nothing more, there's proper football in it when you when you get the grass stains on on the jersey and the mud stains on that. It's, yeah, yeah. Proper smash and, mouth, the hard nose football. And the yeah, chalk, tuffet, All
2: chalk and the face mask and yeah yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah.
0: yeah. Picking that stuff out. Yeah. That's football. <laughs> 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 all right. Do you guys have any anything else you want to cover?
1: No. no. I don't think so. Not that I can think of.
0: Awesome. Well, we've reached the end. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Mark Lyon, Mark Kant, Andrew Mitchell, Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald, Rob Newell, Graham Ross, Simon Holdsworth, ah, Nathaniel James for all the work they do on the group and the show, and apologies to anyone I've missed. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NinerEmpireGB and on Facebook, search for the group, the Niner Empire GB. Be sure to check out the Frequency 49 blog on Podbeam or your favorite podcast site. And if you'd like to contact us, feel free to email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. And if you'd like to be involved in the show in any way, just let us know. We're always looking for members to help or appear on the show. This is your show, and it cannot be done without you. It's time to say goodbye, boys.
1: Bye, boys. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of Simon Holdsworth and Graham Ross, I'm Kat Victorino. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye for now.